Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the rooftop sunset series of this app. As always, it's Dave Neal with Tasha Corny and returning guest Lo Marie. Welcome. (laughs) We're so happy to have you back. I'm so happy to be back. Can you believe it's been over two years? I can't. It's wild, right? It bothers me, actually. I know. Well, what we, happened in all that time? I mean, I feel oh like we God. just blinked. Well, first of and all, now here we are, two here years are. older. I'll, I'll, I'll same say this. Same old bullshit. Well, what? yeah, I guess that's, a, that's Everyone different say, bullshit. Save, <laughs> save yourself the time and go back to February 13th, 2018. That was the first time we chatted here with Lowe. So go back, listen to that, and now you're back. Okay, so a lot's changed. Yeah, I talked a lot of shit about marriage last time, and now we're getting now we're you engaged. Did, did you? Yeah, and the, I, I listened back to the first ten minutes. I said anyone who's getting married is, uh, you know, an idiot. For, <laughs> like, well, That's here we you. are. Well, <laughs> These are uh, rooftop problems. I can't see the uh, the mixer here because of the sun. <laughs> no, it's good. We're going. We need to be sponsored by like a new uh, sun lotion, maybe. You know, I was thinking. I I feel like Eddie Bauer or one of those was looking for influencers recently maybe we should send them a dm to collab with the podcast and they can get us set up with some like rooftop gear yeah just right? full, full blown rooftop sunset hour nice now low you you are you're okay here's my analogy you're like the mcrib you go away for a year <laughs> then you come back and everyone's excited because they haven't seen you in a bit it's crazy it's you just wild. what's what's your story you just disappear off the internet Literally, I hate admitting this, especially publicly, but every single time it's mm, it's a relationship and I've vowed to not do that. Oh, really? Why? Because well, there were a few times when Instagram shut me down. I know I told you guys that last time uh, for being reckless. I don't know. Whatever. But (laughs) too much booty. (laughs) Having too much fun. By by reckless, I think you mean nudity. I think nudity. Who knew you couldn't post nude videos on Instagram? Is that what it was? No, it wasn't. It was a, uh, whatever. Just like getting reported too yeah. much or something for yeah. like too much side boob. I think someone just boob. hated me. I think someone just hated me and it was their life mission to shut me the fuck down. So it happened like two or three times. That's so ridiculous. Whatever. And so annoying because you know that doesn't happen to dudes. At least not on the scale that it happens to women. Not at uh, all. But like men and women both will like make it their mission to like hate on a, a girl. I feel yeah. like it doesn't yeah. happen as much in the opposite direction. You see how she makes this a gender issue one no, minute into okay. the thing? And, 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 and <laughs> this is funny because Dave actually was talking about his stalker problem today, which is a real thing. And that's also interesting <laughs> because I feel like that is opposite of what usually happens. I feel like in more instances, women are stalked by men than men no, being stalked men, by women. Men get but stalked. And the I fact think that women pe- are honestly crazier. <laughs> like when they are infatuated, like I think they will... I, I know, know I know chicks in college that I knew this girl that my ex-girlfriend went into her other ex-boyfriend's dorm, cut up every photo they had, lit them on fire and scattered them all over his dorm room. Okay, but that's just because women are more creative. Yeah, yeah well, that's like, like pretty that's pretty interesting. Yeah, men will punch a window, but yeah. women will like fucking scorn you <laughs> yeah. for life. And I feel like generally uh, women like you know, you kind of have to worry about like violence. Like I don't necessarily want to say that like all men will act violently, but I think it's less common for women to act like 
outwardly violently. Yeah. Like they might They're do something a little you, but snaky. They'll slash your tires. Yeah, well, they'll you know? slash your tires in the dark. They'll cut yeah. up your photos. They'll yeah, like trash exactly. talk yeah, you like on the internet. Carrie or Underwood song. You know, yes. you know, you're you I know taking it. a yeah. key to your four wheel drive or whatever. But she's not taking a baseball bat to his head. She's just well, taking a baseball bat. My stalker, I think, was in the military, and I'm not going to talk about it. But I will just say this: two people out of like a hundred told me like I was bullying her for like talking about my experience I I, th- th- that's a patreon only God episode i'm talking about on patreon tomorrow so that's right i'm going to monetize the fact that i have a stalker yeah. so go to patreon.com slash the if anyone wants to hear about it but uh, it's too fresh it's still it's still ongoing i have to do some googling and see if she's got any um you know if she's got any uh, she's any, from high school yeah god damn but as soon as i talk and not he's old up. now yeah. like that was a long time I'm fucking, ago. we're talking like 17 what years did you do to this girl? here's the thing did you guys ever date nope Here's Whoa. the thing. I was a nice person to her. That's oh, the problem. See? Yeah, it happens. I feel like we talked about that last time too. Like, apparent. Like, you just can't be friendly. <laughs> yeah. Let's you can't. Some so people, people will take it. People will next com- level. People will run with it. Right, and you'd be like, I'll, "Have a nice day too," and they're like, oh, "We're married? Like, what the <laughs> fuck?" So we talked about this last time we were with you, and I want to I want to go right back into it because okay. uh, so enough about me, but with you, like, yeah, yes. you've got you you get back online, mm-hmm. and then did the dude do your fan base? You've got the most loyal, loyal? fan base Everyone per tells capita, me that, and I fucking love to hear it. Because I already know, but like I love hearing it. They're like, Captain's I, back. They've got yeah. names for you. They're begging me to come out with merch. Literally, all my DMs are like, I will buy that shit right now. Where can I? And I'm like, yes, well, girl, I don't know make some how to merch. Start. So what, I'll what, help you. That sounds yeah, so, fun. so fun. So how long were you off Instagram oh, and, and the internet in general? This, this last time was 10 whole months. Everything. Like... Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. I was completely isolated. See, I can barely get Tasha off it for dinner. So this <laughs> 10 months. That's not true. 10 months is impressive. That's, do, yeah. were, were, were you missing things? Uh, you, you say it's because of an, Honestly, of an ex. Is it because you needed to purge, you know, was your identity consumed by okay, it? Okay, listen, I was, I am, I'm still nervous about how much I might share on this podcast right now. We saw your Instagram story. We is there <laughs> anything I should censor? Not you, you. Unless you want to, okay. it's totally fine. You can always text us afterwards. I always when we have, we have guests all the time that say, hey, "Can you bleep out that thing?" Oh. Yeah, I get okay. it. Okay, well, <laughs> feel free, post whatever <laughs> you want. Um, so it was mostly the relationship, but actually, last year, this time last year, I think it was end of July, I went camping with my family, um, and I took acid with my cousins. As you do. A hundred percent. Who doesn't when they go camping with family? Wait, like your family, like your mom and dad? No, no, no. My my uh, cousin. Okay, okay. Yeah. My cousin's the best. They're, uh, you get to talk. I'm I, leaving I, to go on this same trip on Sunday. You get like, to I'm talk ready. shit. You know, you, you, you can talk shit about the same creepy the uncles. Same, yes. The same, exactly. you know, over. Your cousins are always like the first people to give you a fake ID. Oh, you know, because yeah. like you oh, look yeah. similar enough. Yeah. I learned how to jerk off from a cousin. Oh, <laughs> and there's about yep, 50 no guys that are nodding. There's 50 guys nodding their heads right now. Yeah, that's right. Older cousins. Like, hey, this is what you got to do. Hey, we didn't have the internet. You had cousins. That's all you. Yeah, I'm not saying a cousin jerk. 100%. I'm not saying. First of all, let me clarify. I'm not saying I got jerked off by a cousin. I'm just saying someone. You jerked I, him off. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying okay. as a guy, you start hitting your dick. You don't know what it does. You feel, you feel crazy. <laughs> Women, can you? You can just hump something. Meant you. It's a specific thing that makes makes sense. But in in the moment, you go, I feel good. I don't know what to do. And then you need someone. You just need someone to be like. Dave you just, told me that he used to rub deodorant on his wiener. No, once. Why was that? 
once Why? because it it, it was it was the oh. tingly kind. It was the Old Spice oh. original, the He's original. Going old down spice. with fucking icy hot. <laughs> Jesus no, Christ. but that's not the embarrassing part. The embarrassing part was it was I didn't have cable, so it was to Elaine from Seinfeld. Oh. It was the, <laughs> She was Man. cute. She was cute back in the day. It's not about me. It. It's about you. So, <laughs> oh. so I'm sorry. Uh, what, oh, so, so uh, I, what were cousins you? dropping acid. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was actually what made me get off social media. I mean, it was majority my relationship because we had broken up before I left on the trip. But then I took acid and it, like just uh, the idea of my phone was so unsettling and like people just constantly being updated by my life. I was like, I don't. I'm gonna take a break. I didn't plan on being off it for ten whole months, but. Uh, it was super healthy and I don't regret it. What That's part awesome. of dropping yeah. acid made you feel that? Like yeah, like what was the breakthrough that you had? I don't, I really don't know. I think I was just so fucking happy and so in the moment that it was like, I don't, I don't know. I just felt like that moment was for me and that the rest of my moments should be for me and not for everyone else. And Clearly I don't feel the same. I'm back, but. No, it's okay <laughs> to be back. It's good. I mean, it's like a rebirth. You yeah, come back. Yeah. You, like I said, Doing it's the, the, same it's old the shit, McRib, though. baby. Yeah. Everyone's lined up for the McRib. They love you. It's like, we're so, we're, uh, in society, we're so overexposed to people yeah. that they, we give away everything for free. I've had this with, with Facebook where it's like, I, I'm, I'm done posting like super opinionated statuses. Oh yeah. I'll put that shit on YouTube where I can actually make a penny off of your ad revenue. Like yeah. we're like, we're just giving away who we are and they're, you know, it actually, I wanted to talk about this because it, it um, I didn't know I'd jump into this so soon, but um, things like OnlyFans mm-hmm. are a way for yeah. people to actually monetize their sexuality mm-hmm. in a way that's like puts you in control. You know what I yeah. mean? So like, I know you had mentioned on your social media that you've got dudes being like, Hey, you know, I'm lined up. I like, will fucking, everyone was like, I will throw you off. But someone said, I will pay you to ruin my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am so on board with that. Let me tell you, I've been doing it for free for so long. You got about 50 dudes listening right now. Just pausing yeah. it, ready to just <laughs> download. Oh, you got it. Oh wine for us. Oh my oh, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What kind of wine is that? A pe- wow, we got Pinot delivered here. All right, take a seat. It's it's Barrett. It's Barrett. Thank you Barrett, so right? much. Barrett just from from the apartment near us just donated us wine. Amazing. <laughs> thank you. This is what the pandemic's all about. Oh, you're oh the best. Gosh. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. He's a, he's a bartender, Wait, so he knows your, his stuff. Uh, number. Okay. <laughs> you don't give him his number away <laughs> to the air. You're gonna. He didn't, nobody heard it on the mic. This is why, this is the the good part about our sunset series here is that we're on the roof and we're getting uh, wine donated to us. Wow, Amazing. that's so nice. This is, a, this is part, low. this is part of your problem I'm, here. You're just attracting I'm wine. I'm telling like, you. We bring, we bring low on, we're eight <laughs> minutes into the episode and she got a bottle of wine given to her. You know, bottle service. but this is actually a, something I, I was going to say before you started talking about OnlyFans. So I'm just going to interject and we can come back to that. You know, you said like you want it to be for you, right? You yeah. want your social media to be for you and isn't it funny how like the people who are very successful on social media who are really like I look at them like they're doing it right yeah it's because they're doing it for themselves or that they're doing it for themselves and for other people. They're doing it like very much with an attitude of like giving or service or wanting to give back to the community or wanting to share positivity and like they they enjoy doing it. Yeah. And when you're yeah. not enjoying doing it, when it feels like work, when it feels stressful, yeah. like people see that and they don't mm-hmm. respond well to it. So it's yeah. interesting that like you're glowing energy over here when we really did just get a bottle of wine from our neighbor, you yeah. know, it's like having that like Tasha, confidence. We didn't get the bottle of wine. Lo got the bottle of wine. I mean, it's only your second sunset 
rooftop yeah. podcast. Maybe this will happen all the time. No, but, but part <laughs> of me wants to take credit. Well, well <laughs> please do. Of course. I'm kidding, now, I'm now, kidding. Lo, let me ask you this because I, as a as a guy, I've never I've never had the the. Uh, the quandary is that the right term i've never had to, the debate over whether or not i can do an only fan like the, yeah. the women just aren't lined up to see these you know 35 year old legs it isn't it isn't it isn't <laughs> i in mean the, your stalker could fund your whole life well she might she's <laughs> listening all her money so, oh shit no i'm sure she is yeah she's definitely listening look please leave me alone i don't want to get a restraining order on you danielle please leave <gasps> Did me you alone just say Dropped her that person's name. real name well she needs to know it's her I think who she else knows. is it gonna be? Well, you do you think people are gonna find How out? How many who, stalkers do you have, Dave? One, and her name's Danielle. Please leave me alone. It's too far. You you mentioned my mom's name in a text message to me. I don't want to block her because um, you need to know the threat before it, it that's arrives. That's it. Yeah. So She's I like, blocked, I'm outside, and I you're blocked, like, I need to know this. <laughs> I blocked the notifications so I don't yeah. like get like you know so but like I can see like boom. I'm, I'm talking anyway. It's a whole thing. I, yeah. I shouldn't get into it. Uh, but with with OnlyFans, like how how does one? What's, what's the debate that you're having in your head between doing what's right for yourself, like sexual freedom, being who yeah. I am, versus like knowing you can maybe make some money off of that? See, I mean, that's making- why I'm leaning towards it, because I thought about it a long time ago. Um, but I was in a different headspace. I don't know. I really don't know what happened in the last two years, but... Acid with the cousin. Acid, <laughs> yeah. Acid changed everything. But no, people... It's mostly my followers that are that are persuading me into it because they're just they're just telling me like do you have any idea how much money you could make that's all they're telling me some guy was like you don't even have to do anything sexual you could literally do a bathing suit haul and get paid for that true it's crazy as long as you let them know like look this this tier isn't nudity but this is what i'll be doing it'll be more fun it'll be this and that yeah Yeah. absolutely it's almost like they just want for whatever reason in the world they just want to support me like the other day i posted on my story like i i said i never want to go back to work so you should wipe out my whole closet because i have poshmark and some random guy bought like eighty dollars worth of shit random like (laughs) women stuff he told me today he was like i'm donating everything but the sweatshirt like i just wanted to support you and it's like that's so nice i don't get it i don't know what i've done i got a poshmark I've we yeah, took all yes. these fucking photos. I have not sold one item. No, I'll I help spent, you. Oh my I god, I will literally hours. take over your account. I love it. I mean, you saw when you walked in because I have a bunch of stuff hanging up right by the door. That was all the stuff that I listed on Poshmark. Oh my god, it's just like wow. It's a lot. Hey, of we work. got a business model here. Lo yeah. puts on Tasha's clothes. <laughs> there you go. Then you get a percentage of it, and you got to sell it under the low name. There you go. <laughs> and then maybe a foot photo or two. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I probably wouldn't have like dove so hard into Poshmark if I had social media at the time, but it was like the beginning of quarantine and I went crazy. Like Just it, trying it to clean you, everything out. It gives you a list of like how to become an ambassador or whatever. And literally I like every day you have to share a million times. It's, it's a whole process, but well, you're probably like Tasha, where you get just a lot of random shit sent to you. I mean, like she's I not anymore. When I had a PO box, I always got packages. Now I, mean, I should probably get another. Well, PO it's box. people's full time job to just send, and it and it doesn't sound like a hassle to some. Oh, oh, you got a lot of shit sent to you, but it's like when somebody sends you a box of clothes, you got to take photos in it because yeah. they're not just giving you clothes. There's always a transaction to be had. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. that's so cool that you've got a uh, a business of <laughs> dudes just help just being nice to you because yeah. clearly in that instance they're not getting much out of it other than yeah. that like idea that they're helping somebody yeah. well, else. I'm sure there, I'm it. sure there's some weirdos that are like, oh yes, like. I want that bra or whatever. Well, that's like in Japan. Which is fine. Take it. I'm selling it for like $200. It's a $5 bra. I mean, it's not like it's panties, right? (laughs) 
Yeah. But you had one guy. I mean, I've, I I mean, honestly, that seems like an okay thing. Sell panties. Here's what I here's what I love though. <laughs> Hold on, Tasha. I'll I'll we'll throw my boxers in with your panties. Some guy will just be like <laughs> mid jerk, and then he finds out that there's just some. I mean, weird... some people like dirty socks. Lo, could you, you are me so a, interesting. Could you get me a drink? Of course. Can you just, uh, whatever whatever you see, just uh, one of these. I'm drinking Bud Light um, seltzers. Uh, they're not a sponsor, but just throw it. O- I like to catch a drink as part of the experience. So just chuck it over here. Oh, give me a good. No, no, no. I got, I'm, a, I'm a shortstop. Come on. Give it a good yeah. one. There, there. Sorry. <laughs> this is a strawberry. Thank you. And uh, Tasha, did you want one? Uh, not yet. Tasha, I'm thinking we're, we're going to get Tasha to have her first drink in a while. She's been on medication for Lyme disease, but what? but her doctor her doctor gave her permission to to have an alcohol between certain treatments, right? So we don't need to get into the whole nitty gritty, but there is a window in which you can have a drink yeah. that won't hurt you. Yeah, I take this one medication that I'm taking for the treatment of Lyme disease. Uh, I used to take it every other week, but it's like it reacts horribly with alcohol. So like you, I'm not supposed to drink anyway since I'm on all these antibiotics and other drugs, but. Uh, yeah, I was taking it every like four days, so there wasn't a good opportunity to drink at all. But she just switched my medicine schedule, so now I I could potentially have a drink today, and I am considering it. And I and I Hell and yeah. I want to just as a PSA to our listeners, if you if you can't keep up with the lefts and rights that we're taking on this episode, <laughs> pop an Adderall, have a yeah. Bud Light seltzer, and like like gear down. We're going for it. Cheers to the captain. I'm, I'm going to keep on steering. We're going whitewater rafting here. So so yeah, you you basically have just stumbled upon some market of loyal people yeah. but that that's Who a testament to, to you. you what i love what I, i'm sorry but like what i what i want to finish i love that part of it is you you not only interact with them but then you'll that's share the only reason you'll share like so yes. like you're you're talking about selling your bra and then some guys talking about like using it as a melon launcher or something <laughs> water balloon launcher what? i died <laughs> they make what? me laugh so hard i'm telling you and that's another i mean it's not entirely off subject but that's another thing that like right now my page is private um I like being in control of who can follow me, especially because of the crazy exes. But um, I got a stalker who can follow you. Oh, I bet she will. Oh my God, Danielle, I bet she will. go follow Lo Marie. Kill me. L O M A R I E. I lived such a good life until now. Well, I'll see you soon, Danielle. Pass that interview. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's something I've been debating too because. Uh, I don't know. They're, anyways, my followers are very loyal, and I usually joke, like, oh, should I let them in? Like, I posted a picture of all, like, the requests. I was like, should I let them in, or are we still, like, a, an exclusive family? And everyone was like, no fucking way. Like, they weren't here for you before. They can't be here now. Like, whatever. <laughs> I really feel like they feel like we are a family, and that's, that is because that's I interact some... with them so much. <laughs> um, but one photographer was like, yeah, once you, like, reach a certain amount of followers, once you get more exposure and everything, you're, it's not going to be... I don't know what I'm trying to tell you. I, guys t- right now. I totally get it. It's it you can't always treat people that way at exactly, a certain point. Exactly. Because it I would got take your whole day to mention everyone back. And then here's what happens. And is, then all the people that were here from day one are gonna get overlooked because I'm like it would just be flooded. So I don't really I don't mind. I actually lost thousands of followers. I think when I got off Instagram, I was at like 73. Thousand and I'm at like 66 now. I, I literally don't too. care. I and, really don't yeah, care. Yeah, that's okay. And uh, yeah, I I actually removed manually removed a ton of followers a few weeks ago because I yeah. was like looking. I was just you know reading about Instagram and stuff, and uh, somebody said like removing 
fake followers or bot what do they call them ghost followers Mm -hmm. people who like used to be on instagram but aren't anymore who aren't active anymore or all how do you know if they're not active anymore well you you have to like individually go in it's horror it's like Uh. so time consuming you have to individually click people's profiles but i didn't realize how many like bot followers i had and i've never wiped them out a long time ago are they i thought they kind of actively do so i think that's part of the reason why you know you might wake up one day and have 200 less followers like maybe they found mm, a bunch think of those bots. people hate my stories because they're not all like <laughs> nudes and whatever they're usually like funny dms or like random drinking you videos. ever like post a photo and lose 100 followers and you're like fuck you too guys <laughs> fuck you too yeah. well that's the thing like with people posting like black lives matter they lose followers and then you have to really look at yourself and go it's not about the number of followers it's about the positive engagement yeah, so, yeah. Exactly. exactly and not just engagement numbers but like really like do you feel like your followers are a community like yeah. how positive you know yeah. how wonderful is that to think that like oh this is my crew uh-huh. this is my I literally, small crew I swear and that's why honestly Instagram is for me like I get they have no idea that like they give me fucking life and they always tell me every day like god you're whatever because I really talk to all of them someone the other day just sent me like his whole story for the last year and how awful it was and I replied to all of it um but I do like the community aspect of it and that's why I don't want it to turn into a business. Like, and that's why I'm considering an OnlyFans just because they want to throw their money at me. I'm like, okay. Well, I got to tell you, it's not a bad idea. We've got the Patreon and we've done it now for probably a year and a half and yeah. it adds up. We're at 22 people, which isn't a lot, but 22 people put their credit card info so, into a website, download nice it and how nice is that app. to know? Like they really desperately uh, be, want to be well, and a part of it's this. It's been probably 35 to 40 people because they come and they go. Yeah. But we've got uh, Michael who's new in Mexico. He, he joined the soap, uh, the soap tier, which is 50 bucks a month. What but the he shit? And he doesn't even want the soap yet. Michael, as soon as you're in the States, we'll get you the soap. I offered to ship it to him. He was like, nah, don't worry about it. He j- they, they just, people just want to give when they have the means to it's it. It's amazing. They know that we're not like a big deal. They know that we, you know, but so to have that small loyal listenership and yeah. viewership out there, it's something like uh, one lady, um, Deidre found me through the, my bachelor recaps. She's a nice lady in Georgia. You so say we got, it wrong every time. Deirdre? Yeah, you <laughs> Sorry. do. <laughs> Deirdre, I really fucking up every time. But they're all o- they're all over the map, and I go yeah. I go as much as I want to be the podcast with a forty thousand dollar a month Patreon. The joy that I can interact on an yes. individual. We had Laura. Shout out to Laura. She she sends me an email. She goes, I don't know if you remember me. Um, I'm one of your Patreon members. Laura, I remember you. I know everybody who's a Patreon member. Are you kidding me? Awesome. And she well, goes, twenty two of them. But <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you're right. I mean, it's like it's but like, yeah, that's kind of when you like. But, have- but she goes, she goes, um, she goes a couple years ago. You talked about micro needling, and uh, which is funny because I did it two days ago. I've only done it twice, but uh, basically, it's when you go you, somewhere to do it. No, I did. I bought. Yeah, I bought it one. for like okay. ten dollars. I used to do it. it. It is probably so overpriced, but anyway, it's just these tiny little needles that you go over your skin. Yeah. And as a, I think guys have a lot thicker skin, literally. And I've got these two like scars that you you literally do it over your your skin, and it releases more collagen or whatever it does. And she said that she because she heard it on this podcast, she went to get micro needling done, and it's See, helped her look acne at the scars. Influence you have. Yeah, even, yeah, even, even if it's one person, I love it. But it, it, those, love it. so those are the fun stories that yes. if we were blown up, I probably wouldn't be able to to, to appreciate that yeah. on that level. So I appreciate where we. I mean, I would love to blow it up, but there is a benefit to being at this level. But you have. But then there's also when people interact with you, there is this sort of like entitlement ownership aspect where like if you don't get like, do you have people that if you don't get back to them right away, they feel like. 
you owe that to them? Is that, does that exist? It's really rare, and I just block them. I'm like, if you think that like I owe you anything, you can just fuck right off, because I have so many people that are just stoked that I'm back at all. Yeah, because you, you need to add that foundation of mental health to, yeah. to be cool for them. You yeah. know? So it's nice, it's smart of you that you knew to get off social media. Is that Was that a recommendation from someone, other than just you acid. dropping acid? <laughs> acid <laughs> told me to do it. <laughs> so, so you just knew, this is not serving me right now, and get off. Yeah. Yeah. Would and you do that, Tasha? I mean, maybe. I I go through phases where, like, I just straight up don't post for a few months at a time. I've never, yeah. like, deleted my accounts or anything. But I've just been like, nah, not feeling this right now. Yeah. And that happens a lot. I'll go, go through, like, yeah. valleys and waves. Um, but We have this with Tasha where, where I, I my moral... Um, fiber is probably it's different than Tasha's. I'm always like, look, Tasha. It's like, like she'll she'll post a photo and go, why isn't it performing? And I'm like, the photo where you could see your nipple got 40 times the amount yeah, of likes. Of like, there's something about. So as a guy, I'm always like, look, I get it. You need lower butt cheek. You need these weird little things that a photo <laughs> does better. If you have got the a bit like you must know, like you you must know what your all star photos are that are just yeah. like, geez, that that did well. You oh, know what I mean? Those are the only ones on my page right now. I have like a hundred, no, probably hundreds of photos that are in the archives, and I can put them back up when I want. No, OnlyFans. Oh, OnlyFans. You're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> We're gonna make you rich. The funniest part, <laughs> the funniest part to me about OnlyFans is like my sister is mad at me for not doing it. My sister, like you would think that everyone would be like, mm, you're better than that. But my sister's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like if I was your size or if I looked like you, I would fucking be making money off it. And I was Here's, like, well, so sold. And you really can dictate what you want your content to be. 100%. Like, I, or, I subscribe, like, they're fucked. I'll just post a picture in a regular t-shirt. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Kidding, I would never. <laughs> you post a, reg- a photo in a regular, t- you could make, um, um, You both of you could make, the simple you could wear this rug in the right in the right lighting <laughs> let's you know. do it tasha let's do it <laughs> and, My, but it's sorry. that no but that's what it is and it's just like it's there for you if if it's something that you're okay with if you're yeah. not okay with it conversation over no big deal I but, mean, but if if it's something that like brings you joy then well the it, way i see it is like this is shit i'm already posting yeah like, this is shit i'm already posting my friend g she has a ton of followers she replied to my story and was like, I'm not kidding. That could have made like two grand. You're crazy. I was like, mm, well, we talked, we talked to <laughs> like, um, what? right before we went on air, we were talking about Paisley Laura. Is that what she still goes by on Instagram? Yeah. Paisley Laura. Yeah. So you, that's how you, you uh, low you're, fr- you, you're more friends with Paisley, right? Then like, I, I think I met both of you at the met. same time at Arsenic. Oh, okay. Oh, you met. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Paisley was on our podcast years ago and she was like, yeah, the whole world seen my tits. Like she was, she she had like I love back it. a couple of years ago Instagram stories people were like sliding a tit photo here and there they, yeah especially at arsenic like it was and happening. I was the only one getting reported I don't get it. <laughs> I've seen so especially now like all the magazines not even just arsenic but I will see something and I'm like they are fully fucking naked like there's whole ass right there but yeah we, and I got in trouble but because you know what the bigger accounts they let it slide. They That's only annoying. like. Well, I really again think someone was just targeting. Me. I think someone hated me back then. I don't know. Well, we so we've me. we've had guests, you know, comics, models. We've had uh, you know all sorts yeah. of guests, and and 
usually when we have a guest on, if they've got like a subreddit or other means of like community groups, I'll post their content over there. Like like Dre, right? What's her last name? Dre uh, Bradford. Bradford. So Dre's Dre Diary, Dre Bad Bradford. She was on. She's got like a loyal following as well. Sort sort of similar to yours, where like every time she posts an Instagram photo, Reddit's like, hey, new photo from Dre. But it's the same with you. Are are, are you on Reddit at all? Do you see? Oh, I don't even want to talk about that. It Is makes that a me bad? so mad. Because well, because someone else has one of me, and like that's great and all, but I the whole reason my page is private is because I like to control who can see it, and then all my shit gets posted there, and it's like, okay, my ex used to Google me all the time. We would fight all the time, and it's like, oh, because uh. he would see. Well, my the that that's you know without someone's permission, it's not good to have stuff on Reddit, obviously. Yeah. But I think but, that's the other problem though with like Patreon or OnlyFans is that someone joins, screenshots all your that's stuff, and then puts it out there for free. But my yeah. thing, my thing that's is not supportive there's of you. A, you know, I I I peruse the Reddits. I'm out there. When someone posts something on, Re- when someone like shares a photo on Reddit or something from an OnlyFans, like um, there's, I'm trying to think, of, there's a few arsenic girls that do that and it usually will get taken down quickly, but it is a big promotional tool. Like guys will see that. There's, this and is then the, they'll go follow This the is the thing with dudes. I mean, if, all right. If, if you have your tits on Reddit, there I do. is <laughs> <laughs> but someone it, somewhere if, got something. It, you know, it know. might continuously get. I know. I know. Dre had this problem. She was. She was outspoken about it. Where like she like she had done some photo shoots in the. I don't know who the photographer was, but he had like promised not to release these photos and. They got oh. and they did and they. I mean, me so they come from his his memory chip. So it happened, uh, guys. Um, so so she would get so pissed and get them taken down. And, and that, that's way too far when someone's like, please like stop harassing me by leaking. That's like obviously unlawful. Isn't that illegal? <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm pretty involuntary sure porn. Can't you like, no, absolutely. Absolutely. But and I don't think that any, I think in general, like police don't really do anything about that. Like, well, they get the, they you get have the, to like sue them or they something. They get the photo removed. And then, and then what you see, and again, I'm not saying that this is a, a thing that anyone should, um, should like, yearn for but then yeah. then they click on the photo and it says like photo not available and then it's like and then dudes are so fucking uh thirsty that we're like where can i find this photo and they end up you can you can just toss that bud light over there we'll get it later oh you got it got well, low marie's got the uh she, you 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 fully exhausted I my holster my yeah, drink holster. <laughs> you fully exhausted the tommy bahama uh chair right there keeping it um, this is great. So, so yeah. So there's obviously like moral issues with people sharing your stuff, yeah. but you know that's kind of, you know, you they they are getting better at taking it down. It is illegal. It used to be that people would just share their you know revenge porn. I guess is what you would the call it. The kind of so, beautiful thing uh, about having like OnlyFans or Patreon or private Snap or whatever is that you really do like as much as there might be people who are screenshotting and reposting. You're elsewhere, still getting paid. You're still getting paid and you're really taking ownership over like my body, my choice. Like, you know, you, I don't know for me as a woman that comes from like a very conservative background and I know that I have like implied nude photos out there and I've typically mm-hmm. been like, you know, I, I share what I want to share. But chances but are you've got nude photos. You've got nude photos. Absolutely. That like there could be. <laughs> A, a photo that I don't like, that I'm not proud of, yeah. that somebody has out oh. there. And, like, you take, you know, it's like, it's almost like taking the power back. It's like, yeah, yeah this is me now. This is me looking fucking banging. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> instead of the ugly photo that you're embarrassed about. You guys about, saved from or, five years yeah. ago. But let me ask you this. You know, because, listen, no dude is throwing out your photos. No dude is throwing out your nude photos. They're out there. 
I'm not saying I'm not trying to freak you out, but if you have a photographer, he's got his like oh, um, on a hard drive but my, yeah, somewhere. But, and yeah. again, and again, I know that you don't necessarily always have the power at hand as the subject, as the model. But can't you show up with your own memory card and be like, "Here you go, bro. Use my memory card. I'll give you the ones that I want you to edit." That's just not how it works. And but the, why I like not? that idea? Isn't though. that a great I really idea? Like that idea? Because then you really are in control. You're like, "This <laughs> is the one you can have." Can you imagine yeah. being like, "Hey, Brad, all the ones of me changing into new wardrobe, get rid of." Because and then. They go, they go, I'm just testing the lighting. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're jerking off to that tonight. That's what you're doing. I just see it. I yeah, see it because I understand. That's why whenever like someone hits on Tasha or she'll get like a weird, you know, request for a job, which which is less since we've been engaged. But I'll be like, I see what this person's doing. Yeah. There's a guy that's like been friends with us who like broke up with his 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 wife or whatever that your your friends with I'm like I know this dude's game I see it a mile away yeah. women have women have intuition you have your own intuition I've got mine I know when a dude's trying to get it in well because you or, know how they think yeah I'm there I understand and we, we we've had guests on well like but it's good it's when we talk about body positivity and and nude photos and taking back your own power we've had Raquel Pomplin who's a friend of ours who's the first um, Mexican American Playboy um, playmate of the year playmate of the year dope. And she's like, fuck it. Look, it's my body. She came from a Christian yeah. family, this and that. I love it. So and, like, your family, even if they're not into it at first, and I think this was kind of the case for her, like, they got on board. Like, they see that something, like, th I find this empowering. So, like, yeah. people get on board. And I, I just, you know, you always think of, like, the Miss Americas. I remember back in the day, I don't know, I haven't paid attention. I don't even know if these pageants are still around. But, like, I remember back in the day, there it would be, you'd, you'd watch the ceremony on TV. So-and-so would get crowned Miss America. And by the next fucking morning, on the morning shows, somebody's saying, oh, leaked photos. Oh, lingerie shoot, blah, blah, blah. And it was all this shame. Well, your friend, like, your friend yeah. Olivia Jordan. Did she have a situation like yeah, that? Yeah, she had a top. Well, she was in a movie topless, and that became a big deal. It's like she was in a fucking movie topless. Yeah. yeah. What, yeah. World, what what puritanical world do we live in? Yeah. Where tits are a problem? Like yeah. like <laughs> breastfeed in the fucking Starbucks. But do it. Just what? What are we doing? But what I'm getting at is that it's sad that this is the world we live in, where like I know that I have a personal sort of like hang, not really a fear, but like a hang up. Um, about like getting too successful because like once there are too many eyes on you then there's people ready to tear you down oh, you know it's like oh, as soon as 100%. you get a little bit of success there's people out there who are ready to leak your photos who are yeah. ready to embarrass you who are ready to shame you for something you did a long time ago or that ready you, to bring up old tweets when yeah. you were like 15 well, listen, yeah like I'm, yes i should have known better but like you know yeah. i'm trying to grow I, as a person. I found something this week that uh, of my own no, t no, because we don't. I, I don't have to deal with fucking. You know, if someone's found my balls that I sent to somebody, like, good luck. <laughs> Danielle has them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, zoom in, Danielle. They're there. Uh, fucking marching bands, two thousand two. Here we are. Um, but I, I said a racial slur to somebody on a on their Facebook wall. Oh boy. Jew. Yeah, I did it, and that's crazy that I just in found that, like, like calling somebody a Jew. In a I mean literally way? say that all not the in time. A, not in a mean way at all. But like when I and, and I was called anti-Semitic in college, and I had to, I had to learn. This is what's crazy because I, I feel like I'm a smart person, but I had to learn that that like that was a slur. Yeah. Which sounds insane, but I grew up in Rhode Island, and we just had Irish Catholic people, and then friends that made fun of Jews. That <laughs> that was it. So like it sounds crazy. But there are people that when you timestamp someone's history, 
they've evolved. They've learned. All it took was me going to college 20 miles away yeah. with half a New York population at my school to realize that all my best friends were Jewish. And that yeah. wasn't, you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. even, the word wasn't associated to anything. Yeah. So for me to just randomly stumble upon that when I was like looking through a friendship, I was like, like oh, damn. oh, geez, I would have never in a million years thought I would have said that. But I'm not going to get canceled over it. I don't want to because- be controversial, but I people are just way too sensitive at this point. I think it's getting out of control. And I love the Jews. My best friends were the Jews when I lived in L.A. And I always called them the Jews. And then recently on my story, someone it ended up being like Arabic or something but someone wrote me something in a foreign language and I was like I need a Jew to translate and some guy was like unfollow I was like okay bye bye like what I what but 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 you're you're, the point I think we're talking about here is context and also did we learn like are the times changing yeah and that's something that I've I've developed this whole plan I've talked about on the podcast about how like when somebody commits a foul Give them a chance to apologize. Yeah. Give them a chance to learn. I well, was able to learn. Back then, it wasn't like back then when it. Uh, anyways. No, no, no. I totally understand. You don't have to. You even didn't dis- say it. No, it like, wasn't hate. We speech. talk about yeah. this all the time, Tasha. We talk about how Tasha, you know, in Kentucky, her school was the rebels. So like we don't. We talk about how like with the Confederate issues. It's there is no shortage of issues. No matter where you look, yeah. there's somebody who said something or wrote something yeah. that turned out to be not, you know, classy or not. Uh, up to the times, yeah. and and we have to struggle through this history where we're literally incriminating ourselves through things that we've said on the internet. We're the oh, first generation yeah. to do it. It's just what it is. But I think by openly talking about it and being going, oh, geez, what an idiot I was to think that like that was a normal thing to say, and yeah. I wasn't corrected. It was just, and it was, it, it really was a friend of mine. That, that I was like this but then again it wasn't you used to be you to comment on someone's Facebook wall it didn't feel like a public conversation that's yeah. how you could <laughs> yeah. there was no private was like, this is between us but it's definitely I, like in the feed <laughs> I was hitting on everybody on their Facebook walls that's what you that's the only way you talk to somebody that'd be like if you're yeah it, they didn't used to have messages no yeah Facebook only had one photo your profile photo they didn't have photo albums they didn't have messages they had your photo and your wall so here's what you can do now you Tasha, how old are you? 33. Oh, oh she's going to make me bleep that out. That's for sure. <laughs> Sorry. She's doing all right. Like, I don't remember that Facebook. But. I got on Facebook literally the year I graduated high school was the year yeah. that they opened it up to all colleges, not just um, like the Ivy League schools. Yeah. So I, as soon as I graduated, I remember like getting my like school email and yeah, like my roommate assigned. A, yeah, you wow. had to log in with your school email Low, address. Way to, ma- <laughs> way to make us feel ancient. I'm, I literally had no idea. I thought you were like my age, maybe two years older than my me. How old are you? My niece. Hurt now. Yeah, what the baby. fuck? Going for 27. Dropping I, acid. I swear to God. Like, no, you should just, <laughs> I mean, you should tell everyone your real age because it's great. I think but, that's a good thing too. But who cares? Yeah, everyone thinks I'm like cradle robbing because Tasha's fake age is like 17. I'm like, yeah, she's an old bitch. She goes to bed <laughs> at nine. <laughs> I definitely thought both of you were under 30. So just cheers to that. <laughs> I will cherish that moment and clip it and save it. <laughs> uh, so I think I mentioned this on the podcast, but it was hilarious and it made me feel so good it's kind of like when you get id'd at the yeah. at the restaurant or whatever so this i actually feel bad for this person apparently someone was what is it called cat, not catfishing or maybe catfish i don't know was using my photos yes and like catfishing. yeah and uh on reddit through reddit and um so apparently this person was like putting up their photos and messaging these guys and they would exchange photos or whatever and then this person would um 
extort them for money by saying that they were underage and like a few people Whoa. fell victim to this Holy and so shit. then this one person tracked down the real me and was like is this you and i was like this is not me he was like are that's you my on photo, reddit but that is not me. i was like yeah. yeah i'm on reddit but that ain't me um and yeah, I mean, I felt bad for this dude, but it was funny because he sent me a bunch of screenshots of stuff. And like one person commented, like, she's not under 18, she's at least 25. <laughs> I was like, Tasha's fuck you, like, but thank you. 25, got it. <laughs> got it. She's at least 27, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> 25. You're not wrong. <laughs> wow, 25, yeah, when I joined when I joined Facebook, I mean, the truth is, is I, I was a virgin until Facebook came out. So I don't know if I'd still be a virgin without Facebook. I mean, statistically, I lost my virginity month. I mean, Facebook came out my sophomore year. Why of did you lose your virginity to someone you wrote, on, you wrote on their wall? <laughs> I said, "Hey, Jew," and then they. <laughs> hey, Jew. These are jokes, folks. And um, yeah, no, I mean, Facebook. It was originally like um, uh, Ivy League, and then they like slowly opened it to people. So I was in Rhode Island. I'm like a stone's throw from Cambridge, and then it slowly became a thing. But yeah, you didn't even. I get... I literally only know this from the movie. Yeah, like it's... I was not around for this shit. <laughs> I was on MySpace. <laughs> I uh, I auditioned for that movie to play like annoying frat boy and no, I you didn't. and I lost. You swear? I like, yeah, I auditioned for that. Yeah, man, you would have been so but you know what? My, for annoying frat I, boy. I was like, if How I didn't get this role, I'm not meant to do. It. My buddy, uh, <laughs> my buddy Mike Bash got cast in the role, and then this is what happens in Hollywood, folks. And then like, and then they they in the screening like a year and a half later, they just reshot it. So he, you, you know how much money goes into shooting a scene? It's yeah. gotta be like five hundred thousand dollars per scene. I mean, especially with um, that director, I, it, not singer. What was his name? Uh, P, uh, whatever that director was, he was the one notorious for doing like fifty takes every scene. Just insane amounts of money. And anyway, they just decided, yeah, we'll reshoot it because probably because like they wanted to get a, a better actor. You know, you know, it wasn't that my buddy didn't do well, but yeah, I got I got the I got the audition and I didn't make it. So. Mm. Here, so here I am on the roof, folks. <laughs> and that's how old I am. Is that I was I was there when Facebook started, and I auditioned for it. But yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, it's a tw- oh, so twenty five year old. When like when do you even sign I up for Facebook? When does that start? Uh, I want to say it was freshman year of high school, and that was definitely with photo albums and like messages. I was super late to the game. So how does like how does social media fit into like? your first starting to date you're you know what i mean like like uh, are you are you straight to the internet like are, are dudes hitting on you straight online or because I, I i ask because i wonder you know i at least we at least had to learn how to like go up to a girl and ask her to dance does that yeah. did that even exist when you were growing up so old <laughs> <laughs> um in high school yeah i think i think at the time it was like no i don't know like would, would a guy go up to you and just like say hey, nice to meet you. My name's no Jim. No, so that that's just and dead. you probably always had a phone, right? Uh, I did, but the first like seven months of high school, my mother took it because I smoked weed. <laughs> so she caught you smoking weed with your cousins. Yeah. <laughs> These fucking Literally, cousins. It's always my family's fault. I was the youngest of the older crowd, and they just always included me. So I was like, here we go. Like when I Blacked was in high school, at 15. not everyone had a phone. Not yeah. everyone had a phone. Like you might have a phone or maybe one of your friends like but I remember like getting like left after school like my grandma or somebody was supposed to pick me up and forgot yeah, and, you and like call everyone them. was like, had gone home and you're just like waiting around hoping that you see someone who has a phone, <laughs> that's right? So fucked up. Like that's a weird that's a weird thing that like younger kids don't know like they've always had phones and not just like a Nokia phone that had snake yeah. on it, but like a smartphone. Yeah. With access to the internet. I feel bad internet. for the younger generations though, like to not have grown up 
that way. Like yeah, I remember you're, having you're, you're a home right. phone and all that, and like we were. T- I think we talked about it last time. Like you had to call someone and like leave a voicemail if you wanted to like hear yeah, from them. You had to call their house phone and yeah. you had to leave a message knowing yeah. that their hoping parents that and hoping against- that their parents didn't answer. Let me yeah. tell you something. Let me tell you something. I got gray hairs just thinking about <laughs> calling up, knowing I, I dated this girl Katie, and her dad was tough on me. Her dad was tough. How old were you? I was a senior. She was a sophomore in high school. Okay. So, like, I had to call from the home phone, 847. You know what I mean? I had to go old school. I know know the whole, you know, home phone number. (laughs) I had to call, and I had to pray that she answered, but I had to be ready that she wasn't. That was the key. You didn't just have to pray. You had to be prepared. So I'd be like, hello, Mr. Johnson. I won't say his real name, but I remember it. And <laughs> I remember I took her to a dance and, and he was like, you'll have her home at what time? And I was like, you tell me. Sir, you. <laughs> You're the I feel like that's circ- like when like if we have kids, I want the I want those boys to grow up a little and have to go through me. I'm not talking about like toxic dad syndrome where I'm going to be shining up my gun. But there yeah. is something yeah. to be said about. Like respect. a little bit of respect. 100%. I wonder if, if they go through that now or if it's just like, well, I, no, I, they just text probably each just, other. They talk to each other directly. Say, they'll they probably don't. just DM her a dick pic, unfortunately. They just, yeah, it's like, Especially well, I, by the time, yeah. Yeah, I jerked off. your kids are grown up. <laughs> I jerked off to you on TikTok, so I think yeah. we're dating now. <laughs> it's a different world, it's yeah. So but sad. that's that's something that I think as parents you have to like, you have to just negotiate how you're going to handle it and what sort of life lessons you'll leave your kids. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, but anyway, so back back to you with uh, oh. with uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> I could because I could go all day n- nostalgic about my fucking <laughs> dating woes in I high school. I love it. I never experienced those things. Well, hit up Danielle. She's got all the info for you. Yikes. She'll let you know. So gr- so you you get kicked off. You get you you leave Instagram because of an ex. Where are you now with your relationships? With your mental oh, sort of man. like foundational vibes? Um. Mm. I won't get into my current love life because I feel no like worries. it could cause I feel like it could cause some problems for me. Uh, but there should be a part two to this. I'll be back in like a few weeks when I have figured that out. Okay. By, by, the, by, <laughs> the, by the way, I'm sure you rehearsed on the drive over. Don't mention my current love life. I, literally, I was like, there's one thing I can't do, and it's totally, overshare. Hey, totally fair. No, yeah. no worries there. Yeah. We'll, we'll, but um, I hope I hope it's going in the right direction and all that. Yeah. But, but um, let's so let's get you up. To, let's get you up. To, let's get the audience up to speed. Everyone wants to know about Captain Low here. I know it's crazy. Um, what was the motivation to get back on Instagram? Oh man, I should, shouldn't even go back into that either. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I left my last relationship in January, and I moved back. I moved out of his place and back into my mom's, and like, um, it's just been smooth sailing. I don't even. I was telling someone the other day when I was camping up in Tahoe that like I literally can't remember the last time I made a bad decision. Like, I can't, and I don't mean bad as in, like, oh, I shouldn't have gotten that drunk. I mean, like, every choice I've made, every trip I've taken, every friend I've made, like, everything has just been so well. I'm almost wondering, like, when it's waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I've just been so happy, and I'm actually stoked to say that out loud. Everything's just been great. That's amazing. And like keep soaking all of that yeah. up because the I other like shoe doesn't have to drop. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you're allowed to just have like a positive and right. happy life that's on the right path right. where you make decisions that you feel proud of, that 100%. you feel good about. I feel like the universe just keeps rewarding me and I'm like, okay, like what have I done? I feel like if this? you don't if you don't kinda hit these stumbling blocks early on, you're just avoiding 
the growth that you'll probably have to deal with later on. hundred like, like, you know, we got engaged just eight, eight months ago. I mean, flown by, you know, this pandemic, you know, just totally curb stomped any plans to move forward. <laughs> but we, uh, totally you know, cock blocked your wedding. Tasha's in her early thirties. I'm in my mid thirties and you know, like we, He's 45. Yeah. <laughs> we've grown a lot. So the, there's a, there's a higher chance that we've just figured a lot of stupid shit out. Like we've, do you want to, do you want to jump into your first drink? Send it. Yeah. Yeah. Send Tasha Cheers a drink. To the her, captain. Yeah. Yeah. This is a. Uh, and hand, would you, you mind flavor? to hand? No, I don't. Um, would you mind to hand me a water too? Because I'll probably like you half want a and half it. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. She's gonna get. Wait, this is that's awesome. a water. Yeah. You want this it. one? Sure. Yeah. Take. And then I'll take a beer too. I'm just gonna go real light on it. Well, Thank they're not. You. They're not beers. They're Bud Light seltzers. Oh, what? Yeah, the, oh, you thought we were drinking beers? Yeah, I thought it was like a, I don't know, no, this flavored is a, beer. Everything I'm grabbing is not. <laughs> These are gluten-free. Um, I'll take it. Actually, I'll take my third. I mean, do you care what flavor? No, I you don't. swear. Yeah. Thanks. I don't want you to have something you don't like. Thank you. This sounds delicious. No, I totally thought it was. By the way, these a... are so overpriced. I mean, they're making a fortune off of these. This water with probably vodka in it. Like this is, these oh, are just, these are like the redneck. Um, what would you, what would you call it? What, uh, white claws. Yeah. White, white Claw. Yep. I never even had a White Claw. Yeah, toss it over this way. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so is this three, four? So I don't know. Do you have enough Thank for a third? Thank you so much. I don't know, but if I don't... It's Dave probably, can run and get us some refills. A good idea. No. Yeah, we got more downstairs, but also we've got uh, this donation from Apartment oh, 301. Oh, yeah. Well, but we I'm don't have cups. over tonight, guys. <laughs> I'll be honest, Lo. I've never, I've never seen th- this generosity here. We've never had a neighbor come talk to us before, but... It's because the universe keeps rewarding me for being a happy, loving person to everyone I encounter. Well, you know... T- That's why he gave me wine. There's or some- you guys. I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> he, he's got the full credit. There is something to be said about getting yourself in the right headspace. I, t- I always look at it like stocks, right? You want, you want to be as high performing as possible because that's your highest value. So you get your stock to a place that you're actually happy and loving yourself. You're going to get a guy that's at that level. If you're a piece of shit, whenever someone's like, oh, my boyfriend's a piece of shit, my girlfriend's a piece of shit, it's like, look, law of attraction, it equals out. 100%. They're a piece of shit, but you probably are too. And I don't, (laughs) no, but you are. I just got out of a shit relationship. Thank you for that. No, but, but you like, probably kidding, learned. Kidding, hold on. <laughs> you know, like you're a piece I, of shit, Lo. Grow up, buddy. I know that, like, I, when I get in a funk, it is so hard to claw myself out of it. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you just like you're having a shitty month and it turns a into years. a shitty five months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's Tasha. like it spirals out of control. And actually, Open the beer. Have, uh, give me a second. No, I mean, and a a, you're interrupting me. Actually, <laughs> okay, we were to. We have been watching this show alone, right? Uh, D- Dave's upset because we are all caught up. And now if we want to watch the the most recent season, we, just we have to six p- pay for it. I love it. But anyway, we were watching season two of Alone. And there was this one guy who actually ended up coming in second. He did really well. But he had a very negative energy, like at the beginning of the show. And he kept getting fucked by nature. And yeah. it's just interesting because the people who do well consistently on this show, it's a show where like they drop like off survival. Like, you gotta film it's, it's, it's like Survivor, but you're alone with a, with a bunch of cameras, so you film yourself. And everyone's oh. competing. Whoever lasts the longest gets half a million. They drop these Simple. people off Damn. in the wilderness. Yeah, like whoever lasts. Afraid. But he, yeah, Except exactly. closed. Okay. But yeah. he's like, he's like, man, these fucking mice, I'm gonna kill this fucking And then he'll like bump his head on a log. <laughs> like, it's, but it's hysterical. You yeah. laugh because you're seeing this guy just like having a full breakdown. Yeah. Uh, but he he really went through like a lot of self work 
and like had a lot of breakthroughs and he was like I've got to change my mindset I've got to you know yeah. and you, it's all you about can tell that this is a guy that like wakes up every morning hates having to go to his job hates this hates this yeah. and it just like breeds into this whole life of hate yeah. and sorrow and feeling bad yeah. uh, but I know that like that's a risk for me personally and probably for lots of people out there is like you start to like have like a couple things go wrong or just not great or you're in a funk and it spirals out of control into this yeah. big bad thing where you're like not living your life right you know like yeah. you know that there is something bigger and better meant for you out there yeah. but you just can't quite grab it and can't yeah. quite tap into it because you have to change your whole mindset and it's a practice you, yeah. it like it really requires reframing your thoughts reframing that's your why, words every single day I've, grown to hate like victim mentality because it's like yeah if that's how you feel if life just you've been dealt shitty cards and blah blah, blah like it is always going to be that way you probably won't even notice when the good shit happens because you're so focused on the bad that's so right you can be a victim without playing the victim yeah so you can yeah. literally bad like, things happen to good people all the fucking time I'm not and a you can <laughs> and you can have a bad thing happen to you and look at it in a glass half full kind of way 100% you know, it's your choice whether you look at it as a glass glass half empty or a glass half yeah. full if you are a pessimist or an optimist. And I you're going to keep attracting that. If you're a pessimist, you're yeah. going to keep attracting But now, Lo, we've got, I mean, you're, I mean, I didn't know you were only 25. I mean, you've got. Only. You, well, no, I mean, let's be real <laughs> here. I've got a fucking decade. On, and i got people <laughs> listening that are just punching their radios <laughs> or whatever the device they're listening on radio. <laughs> their radio. <laughs> their ham radios. I, uh, hey, bro, hey, bro. Well, you really dove back yeah, in here. Yeah, uh, break youth. a break a one nine. <laughs> yeah, we're up on the top roof of Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, yeah, there. I mean, there's no. I mean, I'm young compared to somebody else. I'm ancient compared. I'm yep. on TikTok. I'm fucking ancient on TikTok. I get it. But you're. But you know, there's. I mean, when I go back to 25, I was barely off and running in New York as a single dude, kind of running around, yeah. trying to like figure things out. And yeah, it's almost so like much to learn. You're still. given like a, a like a, a a certain amount of bullshit to burn off in life. I'm not saying you're not going to have a breakup. I'm not saying we're not going to break up. You just don't know. You just got to go through it going, I'm, we're going to do the best I, we can. Yeah. You know, one sure. One day at a time. Yeah, one day. I mean, my stalker thinks that Tasha's evil because she has green eyes and an extra vertebrae. <laughs> Maybe she does. <laughs> I guess I got to go get an x-ray. I don't know. She's got we don't know what's going on there. <laughs> I'm trying to question her. I was so nervous to tell Tasha that my stalker is like back you know, in action. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, no, it's like never at ended. least once. No, it never ends. But the fact that she like knows Tasha's name and all that. And Does then, she know where you live? Well, here's here's the scary part. Well, it, it, my old mailing, my old mailers I used to send out accidentally had my my address. But she's on the East Coast, so I'm not I'm not worried about it. But so uh, you think? Yeah. <laughs> No, that's what I downstairs right now. Kim, I mean, honestly, like when, when people like get become a celebrity, I think the first thing they do is just like throw out their phone. I would love to be famous and just take my phone and be like, psych, it's out. Yeah. You'll, if you know me, you'll find a way to get in touch yeah, with me. Yeah, they have True. to change their numbers like every two weeks. Celebrity, you know, they just like constantly have to change their numbers now and let me have somebody read their uh, comments on their. That would be the key is if we could get to a place where I could have like an assistant reading comments and going through all that. But currently, like with, with YouTube, we post 
post videos on uh, the videos on YouTube. We had a video go viral recently that for for like negative reasons, and oh. uh, and we got um we had uh, about fifteen hundred comments just bashing us. Damn. And, mostly me, Bash, bu- bashing what? me mostly. Yeah, yeah, a lot of women it, haters on the internet. Yeah, because well, of the green eyes. It's yeah. like, <laughs> I thought it was the extra vertebrae, but who knows? I mean, she's got a long spine. You guys should do an Instagram <laughs> poll on it. So Why do you hate Tasha? I found the funny comments, and we did a video like reading the mean comments that were still funny because a lot of them i mean the one there's still like 40 that are, that went straight to spam because it was like you know if you say fuck you whore not or bitch or whatever it has it, like a block yeah. Yeah. youtube has its own but block these people get creative and they still sneak in but i mean <laughs> but for me i'm at that place where like responding to the comments no and not in hate i just go hey man thanks for commenting i'm sorry we disagree but for me that's part of the algorithm so i'll just yeah. respond anyway but the video got like sixty thousand views overnight and like Damn. yeah it really just didn't do well <laughs> but that negative that negativity was enough for us to I still gain a couple to watch it. Now. Well, we, we gained a couple hundred subscribers out of all of it. So even though we lost, you know, you burn, you burn bridges, but then you create fans. And yeah. that's what part of life is, is that you realize not everyone's going to share the same opinion, but as long as you stay true to what you actually say, feel, if you stand by what you felt, then like those people shouldn't be. Yeah. You don't anyways. have, you don't have to worry about like, did I say the wrong thing? That's not important. Yeah. Say your truth. Just be honest, and then like the right people, people will find will agree you. People agree, people will disagree, and they need to move on with their lives. Now, have you had any? Uh, uh, like, I know you've mentioned that you had a, a couple unfollows, but like, have yeah. you have you taken uh, any you know personal feelings to people that you know didn't uh, support you for certain reasons? Or I don't want to sound like so confident, but I'm I'm generally very unbothered by the people that don't support me. Or that even voice it. And it's been, I honestly can't remember the last time I got a DM that was like hateful. But even when I did, I would screenshot it and post it on my Instagram. Because I was like, look, I'm not going to pretend everyone likes me. And I usually was laughing. So if they said something mean, I would screenshot it. And then my (laughs) followers are so fucking loyal. They would go like bash that page. And that person would like deactivate their account. You know, this is very I have, like a herd. I have a whole wolf pack. Well, I love it's them. funny because the internet provides anonymity, and I think a lot of people like feel comfortable saying mean comments that they would never ever ever, ever say in person. Yeah. Right? We have so many like there's a million people that I work with that I'm related to that have differing like political opinions, and I think only ever once in my life at Christmas Eve dinner have we gotten in an argument with someone for over differing like Views. opinions right uh, only once in my life every other time that I've had differing opinions with somebody it's been a polite respectful conversation yeah. right 99.99% yeah. of the time polite respectful conversation we walk away still liking each other still yeah isn't that funny that that, that was my first time with you for Christmas and I was ready to fight this dude <laughs> <laughs> I was in the right. He was a nut job. He, we were he both was, outsiders. We were both like the in-laws, and he was just. I was like, "Look, we're not talking politics right now." Yeah. <laughs> and, and Tasha, even though her family's Kentucky, they're very liberal, and they were kind of like. But they're all too polite to engage. But it was yeah. just like a very awkward. And, I, like, and from not across kind the table, I was like, "I was like, bro, we're not doing this." <laughs> He's like, "Have a beer." I was like, "No, we're not doing this. <laughs> like, it's not gonna end well." I, but yeah. It's, anyway, but the point I was trying to make, I forgot. Uh, was but it's about parlaying that, the negative into a way that's like good for you well and that yeah like by putting holding a mirror up to somebody's bullshit yeah 
it changes oh, the game. Like, like that. oh, you want to be, you want to harass me in my DMs? Yeah. Uh, let's show everyone how you I are. I literally blast their name. That's why people, for whatever reason, people find them so entertaining because people used to tell me to make a YouTube video about like all my DMs because they're just hilarious. Uh, yeah. A lot of, uh, uh, guys who want to be your sugar daddy, a lot of people who want feet pics, yeah. and a lot of people who don't like you for a reason that you don't really understand. Well, that's where yeah. the power comes from. Is it doesn't bother me, though. The power comes from, like, not being exposed. So as soon as you start exposing bullshit, like, uh, like even us just reading the mean comments, we got a lot of people that were like, hey, it took a lot of balls for you guys to do that. Like, good for you for reading. Yeah, yeah like, the, respect. The, you know, I like to like, acknowledge everything I receive. Yeah. Whether it's positive or negative. I'm just like, it happened. And, it and helps I disagree. You. So fuck you. Yeah, it helps Bye. you to not take it so personally and not yeah. really absorb it either. Because you're like, is everybody else seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah, this person yeah a little exactly. Bit off the exactly. Okay, then I don't have to feel bad when you know, I'm going to yeah. bed tonight. We've, we've, d before, before last week, we did three months straight of just Tasha and I podcasting, which yeah. is good, except we got nothing else to talk about. So <laughs> yeah. it's been so nice last week to have Julian on and of course to have you on that we were finally like getting to <laughs> communicate with other humans. <laughs> So desperate. It sounds so desperate, but like, I don't, you you live up, do you live with your parents or you live up there with your parents yeah, in the same area? Yeah. Man, like I just, it's times like these where I just wish we were closer to humanity, but right. you know, it's just, it's a weird situation we'll never have again. So it's kind of been fun to experiment, experience just this um, sort of like getting to know weird parts of ourselves that like yeah. we, we've just haven't had anything else to do. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, that has nothing to do with my next question. Um, we, but because we haven't actually talked to humans, I've got so many questions. Oh, there's I'm been. Not, I'm here. You're a good person for me to ask this question to because I think you're in. The, there's this idea that. Well, I'll start here. Consent. Everyone needs to give consent. That's important. But the idea that a guy asks a female if it's time to have sex was so foreign to me as an a actual thing a guy would ask. Is this something that guys are even asking has, has the conversation changed where guys are like g getting verbal? Cause I mean, cause it used to be like, you would just like, no, like, Hey, should we get a condom? Should we do this? Like whatever. Yeah. Like I would have to, well, I was in a relationship for like a year and a half. So I don't, I haven't really dabbled with all that lately. I don't know how the, I only ask because we're so we've been together for so long that like literally we're so far removed from the dating scene. We have no idea. How I, know, we're I, I, I understand it sounds cringeworthy for me to ask, but I, I, I really am ancient when it comes to the way people have evolved and being like, you need like it, you didn't you didn't get a written contract back in the day. You'd be like, hey, are yeah. we cool? Should we go for this? Tasha, it's never never once does a guy go, are we? You just go, hey, we've, uh, it's all right. We get, it's, uh, it's always like this vague, like, yeah, we're in the moment. And then usually the girl's like, yeah, idiot, get a fucking condom. Like, usually it's kind of like this. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, they, like, you're, like, as a guy, you're expected to know to pick up on the signals. You should be able to read the room, I would think. But that's the problem, I, I guess, though, is that some, maybe, obviously there's going to be a, a percentage of guys that don't. But I just, I just, I didn't know, you know, if that was something that... Have, have, I'll let you know in a few months since I'm freshly <laughs> single. Yeah. Well, have guys... Have you noticed, because what's crazy is we talked on February 13th, 2018, and I can't believe, I was just listening to a piece of the conversation that we were talking about the Me Too movement, so I can't believe that it's been on for over two years now. Yeah. Like, I can't believe that it's been this ongoing conversation that we've had on the podcast, but we've talked to our guests about. Yeah. But have you, have you noticed a change in people making sure that things are, you know, good, everyone's okay, or is it, or is this... I, w I would have to start dating to 
to let you know. I don't know. I've been with someone for like a year and a half, so I don't, I can't even remember actually how that started. So. How did you guys meet? Are you okay talking about that part? Yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately, my best friend's cousin was his best friend. So I've actually known him for like so many years. And uh, I think it was just one Halloween party. And then from that moment on, I I dabbled with him uh, for aren't, two years. Aren't and then Halloween I, parties the best the place best. to meet? Oh my <laughs> God. What, were you, what, what were you dressed as? I, fuck. Oh, I was a boy. I was my ex-boyfriend, the one before him. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I shouldn't even say this, but I was like, I was, anyways, I was a drug dealer. <laughs> I was a drug dealer boy in his full getup with like all his fucking attire. It was great. That's hilarious. Yeah, and that's, that's when nice he wanted to kiss me. I was like, I, hmm. <laughs> that's a great circle of life. If that's not the perfect, I hope you guys get married so that story comes out on your wedding night. Oh, no, no. I was no. dressed as an ex. Yeah, I was dressed as an ex. I was ex. dressed as regret. <laughs> this is <laughs> what it got regret. me. What was he dressed as? I can't even remember. I can't even remember. If you it's can't so meet somebody on Halloween, I mean, it's the slam dunk of pickup lines. Yeah. I mean, you everybody's just, looking to get laid on Halloween. Hundred well, percent. Right. There's yeah. two. Thi- there's two things. Halloween and also if you have a tattoo. If you have a tattoo and somebody wants to go up to you, they can just start talking. You know what I yeah. mean? We yeah. were talking about this where like I was dating this. I was like seeing this girl who this is years ago, obviously, and she had a <laughs> drum. A tightener, key. a, drum, a key. drum key, which is used to tighten drums, and that's what you would use. You would always keep it on you to try tighten your drums. She didn't play the drums, so it, it annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah. She had, she had ba- like, do you know what is she had boobs? It would fit right between the boobs, uh, and uh, and every other dude would be a- ask her about her drum key, and I'm like, you're just looking at her tits, man. Like I I understand, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But she never played the drums. But I was thinking, what a great for her. That was a great like pickup line thing to have yeah like an opener it's almost like an okay like you know that lots of guys comment on this so like okay if i'm single and looking for attention but you guys are both in the same boat where as women as as good looking women you don't need a thing for guys to come up you almost need the opposite you know, like we were saying before, you need to like a baggy a, a sweatshirt, hundred yeah. percent. Your headphones would, in on the grocery. You guys would not recognize me in public. I promise. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. What's your What's your going out in? What's your Starbucks outfit? My star, my any outfit. It's always an oversized whatever. It's either that and leggings or like baggy pants, like fucking flip flops. I'm so cheap. I have become <laughs> so queen. cheap. I have these fuzzy sandals that I got that I absolutely love actually the brand is emu or emu however you say it it's like the yeah they're sort of like knockoff ugg brands i think yeah. but they make these amazing flip-flops that are yeah. so cute and fluffy and i started wearing them all the time to fittings uh, just because like i want comfortable shoes yeah. and fittings and quick slide in and out and um now they've just become my everywhere shoes yeah. and i like wore them to the grocery the other day and i was very much dressed down i was like in sweats and yeah. sweatshirt and no makeup on because i haven't worn makeup all quarantine until I today. I put this on for you. Ooh, I put this on for you, <laughs> but my sunglasses. <laughs> you, you, I'm sorry, were you not finished? Well, I was just saying, like, I really, I had a moment with myself, like, girl, you yeah. maybe have taken this a little bit too far. <laughs> You're like, I am like, maybe. so comfy. Wow. <laughs> does yeah. the does the diamond ring stop, guys? Have you noticed a difference? Because back, back before I proposed, you had like that dude who hit on you in the frozen food section. Your tits were out. You know what I mean? And like he, you know, you remember? You know, I'm talking about yeah. that guy that was like Followed aggressive me with around you. The of course, I wasn't there. I find out afterward. Yeah. There's that's a problem. It's like this never happens. 
You know, yeah. as the guys shoot their shots. After w- it was like after the longest day of work ever, and I like finally got my bra off in the car, and then I drove past Avon's and like remembered, oh, we're out of water, whatever. I was like running in to get, and I. I have never regretted so hard being braless, just Damn. like this creep in the frozen food section. But Tasha's got, you've got permanent hard nipples. That's not true. Your nipples are harder than. <laughs> Do they look hard right now? They're probably going to be there until the wind's blowing. <laughs> it's just, I know, it, hey, look, it's just, everyone's, di- some people have, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, a thing. It's yeah. not, it's not a, I'm, it's not, a, I'm not shaming you by any means. <laughs> I'm just saying between you with, you know, walking through without a bra on, again, I'm not a victim blaming. That guy was probably like, damn, what the fuck? No, but I think it's the same it as like your situation. food section. <laughs> That's <laughs> why her nipples were hard. <laughs> Some people just like don't have any sort of like. I don't know, filter. Like, they're missing, yeah. like, a little something that's like, oh, am I being well-received or am I being a creep? Like, they don't make that... <laughs> they don't make that distinction. No social cues. Right? Well, men, yeah. like, for me, like, my single days, you, you'd you always want to hit on a girl at the gym or something. All these places that women are always like, no, why would you ever want to hit on me there? And it's like, well, because you look... When you really break it down, it's like that you look the most like you're reproductive. Like a guy <laughs> wants a girl. When you break it all down, that's why we, when you, if someone dresses like seductive or at the club or whatever, it's just sexier. It's like it's like that's that's. It's re- kind of how birds like should do their little shake and they put out their like pretty feathers. Yeah, and right? of course in this instance you weren't trying to do the bird shake. You just were, you know, like. But but you haven't noticed that the that the engagement ring has like deterred folks. Uh, well, I literally haven't been in public or anywhere near men in so long that I there. don't know. But the other day when you had me run into that Brazilian coffee place, you got hit on that day. He was re- the guy who might be the shop owner. I don't know. He was running the register. He was really nice really informative really helpful because i had never been to this place before i didn't know the menu or anything and um he was just like being really friendly but not in a creepy or way at all and it wasn't like getting to that level where i felt like i was being hit on but then he was like where do you and your husband live like wanting to know like if we were in the neighborhood and i was like oh okay like, a studio noticed. apartment <laughs> you know it was just like one of those things where i was like it was a it was a minute away from maybe like me you know but I'm never gonna see this person again I'm just picking up a meal so who who cares yeah. like I it's not bothering me to try and like shut it down or whatever but it was funny that I was like oh okay he noticed and like it was still chill. Let me tell you, Lo, the power that I feel when I can talk to people and them know I'm not trying to fuck them is something yeah. you'll never understand. Like I've known. We, Are we, you excited to get a wedding band? No. <laughs> Well, I'll get into that. Hold on. For, no, no, because I've got no tattoos and no rings, nothing. So I'm, I'm just annoyed already at the thought of just something clinging around. Because you, know <laughs> you know I'm going to eat some, you know, I've got a sugar addiction. I'm going to get bloated. It's going to be The first time I ever washed my face with my ring on, I like hit myself really hard in the nose. And I was like, fucking shit. But we've dated for six years. So like I've always mentally known that we're, we're together and that's that. But for for women... To now know in that I'm engaged community. in my community within stand-up, female comics. Mm-hmm. I do think when I if I'm on stage being like, I'm I'm engaged, I'm talking about this, I do think there is this added trust that people have that like I'm not a slime ball. Yeah. Whereas, that you're not gonna like be hitting on them after the show or sliding into their DMs and yeah. they're not into it. And that is a that du- that is a cool feeling because it's just like I'm not trying to fuck you. I'm talking to you <laughs> as a human, and yeah, it might exactly. not. I don't know if you can. I don't honestly I don't know if you guys can relate because men are nonstop. Imagine being a dude who's a nonstop hunter, and then an elk walks up, and after 30 years of trying to kill that elk, he's like, "Hey, 
nice antlers. <laughs> you look, do elks have antlers? I don't even know, but it's like, oh, nice. And the elk's like, oh, cool. You're pretty, and you're not trying to kill me. I it's think just, we just, absolutely can relate, but on the other end, like it's so nice to know that, to feel secure around um, a man that you don't know that well. Like yeah. to think that they're in a committed relationship or just like they're totally giving you that I'm not trying to fuck you vibes. Like it's, it's hard to overtly, like we should all have a sign that's like, not trying to fuck you <laughs> happily taken or whatever because it do, it's it's comfortable to be around someone and not have to wonder if there's other motives and it's also yeah. nice to know that like you, you like you can be attract you can be attracted to somebody or you can think they're pretty or or good looking or whatever or funny or whatever yeah and not worried about like that it's going to escalate to anywhere it's just like a mutual like oh cool we get along we're cool like a good yeah. energy like that now do you now but we've all i've I've had trust issues. We've all had these issues. Do you find past issues coming up? Because all we do is bring our baggage to the next flight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like until that, you work through it, I guess. Yeah. Like, have you learned anything about yourself with your own trust or your own jealousy issues or your own, you know? Because all we, you know, we're all timestamps of past assholes. You know. I feel like you have to elaborate because I'm so confused. Well, like, <laughs> well, like, uh, you like I've dated, I've dated, uh girls that uh were were kind of like overly wondering where i'm at all the time oh, okay. and this and that so a lot of times i've i'm almost taken aback if tush is just chill <laughs> you're like confused but i've also like dated girls that that also like made me compete like subconsciously with other guys and that fucking was horrible to deal with because like yeah. i i when you when you think you're competing with someone else you're just like you're going to get the shitty you're going to get some the, bu- the most bullshit version of myself if I feel like I've got to compete with another guy over you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, have you have you brought... Have, like, have you noticed any toxic uh, history creeping into your current relationship? Like, things you've learned from your past shitty... Re- like, getting over yeah. your past shitty relationships? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Lessons learned? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to say no. I don't think so. Um, I don't... I have only, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but no, not like my ex is not an issue. If anything, I'm just stoked that I learned all those lessons because I think I know which red flags to look for now. Um, But I learned a lot from my relationship, so I'm glad that I'm not like the toxic raging alcoholic that I was either. It definitely was, we were both involved with the reason why it didn't work out I and think. it's kind of like the chicken or the egg what came first yeah. you know but sometimes you just you put yourself into a shit situation yeah now by the way i have to tell for the for the audio listeners both of you with the sun going down look amazing right now oh yeah I we mean, got the light jump onto the youtube we're at golden hour baby <laughs> we're, we're on the final stretches here you both got the sunglasses going the sun's going down low looks like you look like a corona commercial you just <laughs> You got the no hands on the microphone. She's ready to go. Get sponsored. Well, I just I ask this oh. because not and again, I just I bring shit. I and it, it's nice to learn from your past, but there's also like a PTSD that comes with that totally. sometimes. So like it's good when you find some. It's it's almost shocking when you find somebody that's not jealous. That's not like yeah, like how definitely. for men it's hard enough for us to deal with women it's another thing when like we know they're either posting photos that they're going to get hit on in yeah. the dms yeah. and i guess i guess for men it's almost a good thing because you have to just 
come to this resolution within yourself that you're going to be okay and confident. I know we talked about this actually last podcast about being confident dating a model or dating an influencer. Yeah. It's just part of the game, I think, yeah. is learning. I think it takes a very special breed to be able to, I don't know, be with someone like us. That sounds so cocky. I'm sorry. Not No, even, it doesn't. I don't mean it like that at all, but I do feel like I, like I would never want to date me. That's what I've said to everyone. <laughs> I, that's what I've said to everyone that I have dated. Like, look, I understand because I couldn't do it if it was the other, like, other yeah, way around. Yeah, if the guy you were dating was like a male model or yeah. like a, an influencer and yeah. had lots of women in his DMs. Well, and I like, just wouldn't even be attracted to that type of guy. If like every day it was like a new selfie, like morning, my flat tummy tea, like, okay. <laughs> Ew, I can't. But I think, yeah, I think it takes a very special breed to like stay confident and feel secure and like listen to what you're saying and how you're feeling as opposed to focusing on like all the comments and your pictures mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't know. Has the quarantine changed dating at all for you? Like, like, uh, do you, have you learned more about yourself by being, you know, by taking away? I learned. Well, for one, I'm so fucking content with my own company. Like, it's just so weird. I feel like so many people were like, oh, I miss doing this. And I miss my friends and it's like dude I never want the pandemic I've to never end. been happier I've never I'm not <laughs> I even love being I at home I swear to god I'm like I love getting my direct deposits from unemployment and I love <laughs> sitting at home with my cat like I never want it to end yeah. I love the lack of traffic I love just picking up food and going home and like summer camp for introverts yeah literally (laughs) and staying at home is like you doing a service to the world and it's like what the fuck who's gonna complain about this this is the best thing that's ever happened to me dave's type hates it my type loves it oh my god i never want to leave the house again i've done a real solid job i have my first stand-up show on sunday night and i gotta do a lot i gotta do a lot of time i forgot how to do it i don't know what i'm gonna do (laughs) yeah all these it's like it's an outdoor rusty if if people i would promote it but the listeners this will come out after the show but like I think I'm going to go do a mic tomorrow night at somebody's like backyard pool where we'll all just, just sit around the pool and just get that muscle going. You better sit six feet away from everybody else. No, but I've, I'm, I'm, I'm not, it's, everyone's different. Like I'm not just an extrovert. I like to be at a Starbucks, not talking to people, but looking at them. I like to, yesterday I, or two days ago, I drove down Melrose. Just looking at people is, I like to do. And, and <laughs> I just don't like being stuck in like this quicksand we live in a, obviously a tiny apartment it's just been it's been tough but yeah. also yeah, it's nice to be able to like work true. someplace that's not also like your couch where you watch netflix or your, where totally. you sleep you know so much I, of, yeah no. oh sorry so i was much, just gonna say i've literally not watched tv since like april that's amazing I literally and that's probably why you're doing TV. so well i think so. I, i'm so fucking content just being alone and like either listening to music or whatever i'm actually lucky in the sense that like i live on a dirt road and like the neighbors are very far so like i never i have not felt suffocated once in this quarantine i feel so at peace and i'm sure maybe if i was living in in la and like in my apartment i'd probably get tired of it but you need to have like a you need to like host a festival or something oh fuck yeah a dirt, <laughs> a dirt road festival yeah. we got the tent we're going to show yeah. up we'll be there i keep dreaming i mean truly this quarantine has really made me dream hardcore of moving to the middle of nowhere we just have to uh, you know. my goal is oregon i want to be yeah. or anywhere north honestly oregon or washington anywhere like in the trees i want to live far from neighbors i want a ton of green because that's the one thing that my uh current situation lacks but 
I just want to be. I want the pandemic to stay forever. Yeah, so, we just need to figure as out how to make keep money. Paid. Yeah, I was like, like OnlyFans. I'll literally do an OnlyFans, and I'll just stay in my house for the rest of my life. Dude, that sounds I like swear. a plan. Just in Oregon. Just Oregon. They're like, oh, another nude photo in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> you got lots of room. Every photo can be different because every photo is a different tree. Lots yeah, of totally. There you go. No, I mean, what? Where do you see once the pandemic's over? Like, what? Where? Like, are you worried about bringing this joy? Yeah, are you worried about transitioning to the next steps? Well, my goal is to not work. So again, back to the OnlyFans. That's my dream. Um, but I, even when the pandemic's over, I think I'm just going to stay home. If I can afford to, if I don't have to like physically go back to work, then I will stay home. But there's just... a million ways to like leverage the following and well, the loyal community I've... that you already have into. And I feel like that's another reason why I've loved quarantine is being stuck in one spot. Like your brain's not so scattered with like, I need to go here today or I'm going to see these people today. Like, I feel like it's made me so much more focused, creative and like passionate about like there's so many things I can do and not leave the house or like if I start a merch like for my fucking Instagram or whatever it's like there are I just feel like there are so many avenues I can take where I don't won't have to physically go to work every day and if I do go somewhere for work it'll be like I picking out the people- t-shirt for my picture on it or exactly. picking out like I don't know I watch all these TikToks of people who just, like, work from home for their own, like, yeah. store. They have a Etsy store or whatever. Dude, people or- on Poshmark are, like, that serious about it. There's people on Poshmark with, like, 300,000 followers, and it's, like, their full-time like, job. And what's, yeah. what's interesting is that there is a segment, like, the older generation will say, you're lazy. And that's like the, that American kind of imprint that we've had on yeah. us. Like you need to work nonstop for your dreams, blah blah blah. But then there's the new age because we're an old millennial. You're you're still a millennial, right? You're a young I millennial. I hope so. You're, I think so. We're, we're, I don't want to be. We're, we're we're in that bracket where we kind of were built upon this this like gig economy where. No, we, we were kind of stripped of all of the benefits of working and everyone was like, oh, you can be loose. You can just work from home. You can do this. You can do that. So we've kind of seen like the shitty aspects of that, but enough yeah. to see the success stories yeah. where you go, this quarantine has stopped us all from the gigs. Yeah. So it's forced us to look in and go, I want that feeling of not reporting to somebody, but also forging through to my dreams. Yeah. And you can do both. it's possible. There's no need, there's no need for a 40 hour work. I'm not interested in a fucking eight to five or nine to five, whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's going on anymore? But but a nine to five becomes an eight to six because I've done it. I was briefly in that world and they expect you to, that's That's like. That's not my idea of success because you're miserable. Like you're miserable. The quote that stuck with me. Unless you like live in France and you get like seven weeks of vacation every year I mean but the quote that stuck with me is don't rent out your time so how can you find a way to work for yourself and that's kind of like to bring it back to OnlyFans it's kind of like the idea of where it's like if you if you were to create a brand that had merch that had your because uh, yeah, I'm sure people would follow your OnlyFans just to hear you rant about something <laughs> if you were to make something exclusive to your brand or like Cameo have you heard of Cameo? Uh, sounds familiar, but like a lot of celebrities no. are on it. It's like you send personal messages, like video messages, to people. That's awesome. But it's the idea that you can you can sort of take out the middleman and go. I mean, there's they still obviously take like a small percentage, but you can go straight to like your fan base, mm-hmm. and then you start to wonder, well, what what do I want to provide my fan base? Yeah. You know, like like a lot of people, like we, you know, I don't know if you know like Tina Louise. But I love her. She went from like nude photos to owning a taco, a vegan taco place. Really? That's I didn't the even fucking. Know that. 
in yeah, USA. That's awesome. Yeah, she owns it's like right a, down the street on Melrose. It's called Sugar Taco, and it's all vegan. That's so cool. Yeah, so it that's really yeah, because she that. was passionate about about the vegan movement. You know, she's she's big at like anti animal cruelty yeah. and all this, and um, and she was able to take her passions and like and like go because she I had her own the same thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, go work over there. Go. No, I meant the sweater, but yes. Well, we'll get out of here in a second. No, but I, I told you it was going to get, it gets chilly at a moment here. But, um, I'm not uncomfortable, but. yeah, it's an interesting, you know, I, I, I said, you know, basically, we're going to look back at this pandemic. Obviously, we want everyone to be healthy. We want everyone's family to be healthy. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, people's li- lives will, like, it's almost like, you know, if a, if a, a tree gets hit with a, you know, lightning rod, if that tree, that lightning rod will show up in that tree's history for the rest of that tree's life, right? We, we will, for forever moving forward, have to look back at our past and see what happened because of this pandemic. And a lot of what we've done, I mean, this is going to sound really stupid, but yet, was it yesterday? We bought a dry erase board. Or two days ago I we bought it. it, but we hung it yesterday and populated it because we've been really <laughs> trying to focus on our goals. And just like we were talking about, yeah. it's, for me, I really have felt a lot of discontent the past couple years just with work. I mean, modeling, working in LA, it's a grind. It's yeah. a grind. And like, yes, I, kn- I know that I am truly blessed to live in this city and to be able to do what I do and make a living doing it. But I feel like... Like I'm phasing out of that part of my life. Yeah. And I... You've been, you've been very hard on yourself. Well, I'm just looking for something different and my priorities have shifted. I want something different. I want to be able to live in the middle of nowhere. I want to yeah. be able to support myself without having to drive around to a million different well, clients every day. Well, traveling, which is oh, completely shut down. Travel blog. Exactly. So but not we, yet. <laughs> we, we made a, you know what a Venn diagram is? You know, like a, we're going back to like high school math here. <laughs> we made a Venn diagram. My circle is I'm a storyteller. Tasha's circle is, a, is traveling and in the middle is storytelling. Like we want to be able to tell our stories, which is like what that we do through the so podcast. Sick. But also like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to be, you know, in some random town going to some taco place, miking us up and doing like what our a great own. place to people watch. You can yeah. tell your stories. <laughs> she can take her pictures. There it is. Danielle can dream. follow us. Our stalker. <laughs> it's a whole situation. But it's it's the idea of creating the life you want to live. Our friend yeah. Erica Wernick, who has been on the podcast a bunch. She's like a her mo- handle is Hollywood success coach. Yeah, she's she's a motivational she posted something today about like find out what it is you want to do in life and treat every moment like you were that person. Because a lot of times what we do is we set these limitations like, well, if I had this, I would do that. If I had X, I would do Y. And the thing is, if I had the time, I would make a travel blog. I could literally talk about this for days. Yeah. I love this subject. And the idea is it used to be the the simple saying, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. But the idea is there. And that is, like what we're doing with the podcast. If we talk to people we want to talk to, if we sort of shoot up to like the level that, that experiential level of people that are living their dreams, doing what they want, being their authentic self, that's a poor, that, that we will rise with them. And that's kind of what we've been all along, but without being too hard on ourselves, the dry erase board is like symbolic of like getting that shit on the board. We're going to do this on these days. Yeah. Having the plans. These are our deliverables that we're going to do this video every Thursday. I'm so glad I didn't bail from the hangover. (laughs) (laughs) Were you going to bail on us? No, I would never. But if it was a shoot, I would have been like, listen, listen, (laughs) you have in four years. (laughs) We'll, We'll get out of here in a second here, but we've, we, 
we, we get everyone everyone flakes on everything. We've been bailed on. Yeah. Uh, you know, everyone's there's no ego when it comes to it. But like we actually were really excited to talk to you because at one of the thing you know in our brainstorming sessions very recently we were like we need to have guests on that want to talk to us. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying we have guests on that don't want to talk to us, but you want people that fuck with. The, the, your vibe and we had we I will be here once a week <laughs> I swear to god I will talk for days get the for Bud days. Light guy to show up we got well, we got wine delivered we we're ready to wine. go uh, but the we who was do you know who it was that even told us to get back together some somebody said they have started uh, listening because of you. Yeah, some girl. I it was the coolest thing. I was like, "What the heck?" She was I, like I literally found you from them and I'm like, "You like yeah, me I'm sorry. From I, that clip, <laughs> like what? Yeah, shout out to who the, I can't remember I offhand. I think it's Kate or Caitlin or something. But she was like, "I'm gonna message them right now, and you're going back." And I was like, "You don't even have to. I will be there." But yes, and, and I think you you were like, "Hey, we need a podcast," and she was also like, "You need to have low back." I was like, "Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah, make a rib is back, baby. We got <laughs> the season's hot." So you yeah. never know when I'll disappear from the gram again. But the, it, it's true. It's, Get her hey, while I'm you can. I'm camping this weekend. I might take acid. There you I go. might be gone. Are you with your cousins? 100%. There same trip, same year. Amazing. We'll yeah, next next thing you know, 2022, Lowe's like, I did DMT with a second cousin. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the hard part is with creativity is having this framework that we look for. When you ask Tasha, what do you want to do? It's so hard to know what it is that the second that Tasha gave me any sort of vibe of what she wanted to do, it's like, okay, I can work with this. We'll yeah, make a website. Yeah. We'll do this. We'll do yeah. that. For me, I've, I've been I've been lucky to know what stand-up is and what I want and just yeah. be funny, tell jokes. Well, and there's a- also a well-defined pathway there. For some of these like creative pursuits that people in our generation are you know trying to like feel their way in there's not a well-defined path there's not like a do a to get c like you have to kind of work it out and there's a lot of like ifs and funny things that happen in the in-between now aside from any like uh establishing a commune in oregon which we'll gladly go up to uh, is there anything that's like like it's almost like with when you're submit to colleges like do your safe school and now do your amazing school your like, dream school. what's your dream like what is the dream for low i was just going to elaborate on that i feel blessed to say that like my my problem isn't that i am not passionate about anything i think it's that there's like uh, there's a million things i want to do that i don't know what to focus on or a million I feel things so you lucky. could be happy doing Mul- yeah multi-goal multi-goal syndrome is what L- it's called really yeah. is that a yeah. thing it is absolutely yeah. a thing. that is me i'm like i don't even know where to start because i want to do everything i want my own lingerie line that's completely different from like the merch for captain low i want a slingshot fucking- coconut <laughs> slingshots or whatever you say <laughs> <laughs> Water balloon launchers. Water balloons, balloons, coconut. You're like really thinking about fruit. (laughs) Sorry about that. Balloon, water balloon launchers. Hundred percent. Well, that I mean, but yeah, like I think if you just Google like how do I navigate uh, multi goal syndrome, you'll you'll. I will probably do that when I get. I'll probably do it on my drive because I hate uh, focusing on the road, which is. (laughs) (laughs) I literally don't know how I get places sometimes i but, got all the way to tahoe and was like i didn't look up once oh uh, boy the drive to, so dangerous. Did, <laughs> by the way did, i know i know did you take I the do, i want a podcast i swear i'm telling you yeah we'll get, we should get we'll get you started on a podcast i don't even know where to start but yeah. listen it's okay no but so you've got mul- you've got big goals in life but they're so vast and like confusing because it's like i want to do lingerie but i desperately want to flip houses i want to have my own interior design business it's like it 
across the board. I'm interested in Wait, it all. You know what's beautiful about this? This the moment you're sharing this, we're looking at the sunset. Hitting. I know. Isn't this nice? This is why yeah. we, we aim to Meant end. to be. We're at. We went long. We aim to end right at sunset. So yeah. as you're sharing your goals, we got the sun yeah. setting behind the Hollywood Hills right now. I would say this: find out what the biggest, most important thing that you have to do is. And find a way to make that happen. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it sounds crazy. But or you do the Dave Ramsey method. You do like the snowball method and you do the most accomplishable goal first. Well, the easiest to one for me, it would probably start with OnlyFans and then it would probably work its way into having my own lingerie line. Yeah, because While that's where I'm you get funding on Instagram. to yeah, like but start that's a great your way to They call it the <laughs> snowball, right? Yeah. You like start with the baby thing. That's like the little snowball and it rolls into a bigger yeah. ball the and a bigger ball. The easiest to access the soonest. Lowe's, uh -huh. Lowe's lingerie. There it is. Lowe's Double lingerie. L's. Yeah. I mean, it really is. I mean, good luck. But but really, leap in the net will appear. Start making it happen. The uh, the idea but behind these people that they're they're ready to support you regardless of you having a tangible product for them. So the fact that's that like true. you could get your only flan your only, only fans flans. only flans <laughs> only flans. <laughs> you should start. That's it. my new that's my new website. <laughs> only flans. <laughs> oh my god! Can we start selling flan? You you want to go straight? Tasha goes straight to desserts. I mean, only flans. Multi goal syndrome. Only flans as a shirt is hysterical. That's and it's just great. flan instead of tits. Only flans. I'm making it. We Do have it. to make it. By the way, did you have any of your drink? Yeah, I've had like half of it, and I have to pee so All bad right, so congrats, because I haven't had. Congrats a beer to Tasha <laughs> for having her first alcoholic beverage of 2020. Uh, of she, two years. She wasn't. Damn. Uh, she, well, you. Had, I'm honored to be a part of this. And again, I want people to know it wasn't like you. You were an alcoholic who couldn't drink. You were on antibiotics for Lyme disease. So you should do an OnlyFans just for your Lyme disease. There, you could uh, get a uh, fan base there just to help you. What, what, Tasha? What would you do? As far as like, she's got the she's got Lowe's, Lowe's lingerie. Only, only flans. flans. Only flans. <laughs> what, what would, Duh. We need to get a whole sit. Like, are you like, what would your? Because uh, Tasha has Tasha actually went to school for fashion design. Oh. So she's she's got the singer. You got the singer uh, sewing machine. She's way more qualified to do fashion and doesn't doesn't do that type of stuff. Like, what would you do? As a as a what? As a th as a business. You know, I don't know, but I have told you. I saw this guy. Um, on uh, TikTok, I think, who like goes to um, like, so what do you call them? Like secondhand stores and like just picks out things that are cute that can be upgraded. So he'll get like a, you know, vintage sweaters or whatever and like turn them into like sweater and scrunchie sets, you know, like a crop sweater so and cool. scrunchie set. And I think that's a really cool idea. If I was going to like launch a clothing line, it would probably be like loungewear sets. Nice. And like I will scrunchies. be your first customer. Yeah, like fluffy, like terry yes. cloth. Yeah. You know, there you like, go. So Lo will I'm have on board. Lo will have this this sexy lingerie, and then when you've got the boyfriend, when you've got the boyfriend yes. long enough, you don't need the lingerie. You can come to Tasha's yes. loungewear <laughs> yeah. where you when you want to binge a sexy Netflix show. Sexy lingerie under your your uh, fluffy sweatshirt. Uh, so I know you don't have the OnlyFans to promote now, but where can people find you? Just the Instagram or? Just uh, yeah, actually, it's just Instagram that I reactivated so far. So Lo. Marie, L O M A R I E E, two double E's. Yep. 
And um, thank you. First of all, come back anytime. I will. Whenever hey, you, if you, I'm free tomorrow. <laughs> if you ever feel comfortable, shut up. if you feel comfortable being the boyfriend ever, he's invited too. Um, we just won't let him know that you've been gifted wine from other you know, <laughs> apartment members here. And Tasha, where do you want to be uh, found at? Your TikTok. Uh, my TikTok <laughs> makes me so sad. Um, Onlyfans.com. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram at Tasha Courtney, uh, on TikTok, Tasha underscore Courtney, because I forgot my account password to Tasha Courtney. So, uh, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's that. And, uh, keep your eyes open because the new website is launching soon, but I guess when yeah. we make the official launch, I'll make it the announcement here. We went back on all of our past voyages, Columbia, uh, where uh, we Canada, uh, hiking got two in Canada. Blog posts, so we've so. got we're going through all of our old voyages, redoing the videos and travel blogs, and we're we're using this sort of um, pandemic to take control of our story that we're trying to tell. And for everyone listening, I appreciate. I mean, if you made it this far, god damn, you guys are the <laughs> best. Uh, I I will tell you right now, I'm not I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of being stalked. It is a real thing that's happened. I'm going to do it on the next Patreon episode, which I'm releasing tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, the Patreon's already out. I'm going to be talking about the whole situation. It's not a big deal. I'm safe. I'm fine. But I, I think there's some lessons to be learned. So go to patreon.com slash this app if you want to hear that. I, I can't give it away for free. I have to, It has to be behind the pay. You know what I mean? Some some things are better left behind the paywall. Uh, join my OnlyFans. I'll be there. Uh, slinging dick. And uh, thanks so much for coming by. It was so good to see you again. Before we're going to get out of here on the podcast, but I want to get, I touched she's going to roll her eyes. I want to get a drone shot of us. I have to pee so bad. So I'm going to have to pee before this happens. You can't stick around for the drone shot. I have had to pee for an hour. All right. Tasha's got to pee. (laughs) Thanks so much for coming. That's the episode. Bye everybody. there you have it that was our chat with Lo Marie Tasha Courtney of course I was Dave Neal if you liked that uh, definitely share this podcast with your friends you can screen grab how you listened uh, share it on Instagram stories tag us at the dot sap Tasha's at Tasha Courtney I'm at D Neals and if you want to you can actually support us with the Patreon episodes the Patreon is our, our private membership community where we post you know more personal podcasts solo episodes car casts it's way for for uh, our listeners who want to support us uh, with a little extra money can do that and it uh, helps us get new equipment and uh, this and that. I just recorded um, a complimentary episode to this episode, 399, uh, for the Patreon. So if you want to go over and listen to that, uh, go to patreon.com slash the sap, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash T-H-E-S-A-P. And you'll get, I don't know, 70, 80, 90, whatever it is, different episodes, uh, tons of content on there. Uh, in this private Patreon episode, um, I talk about the stalker. We talked about it, uh, things that I'm not quite comfortable sharing yet in public. I give pretty much the whole details of how it all started and what's been going on with that situation. I'll leave you guys a quick clip right now of the Patreon. I'll give you a quick little sample that's not too revealing. And if you have the uh, funds and want to be a part of the team, there's different tiers you can join. $5, $8, $12, $50. So if you've uh, if you got trust fund money and you want to be the $50 member, make our day by all means. If you if you uh 
can only join for a month and then you have to go and you want to binge all the episodes, by all means, whatever you can do and whatever you want to do that brings you joy, we accept it with love and we're just happy that you're listening right now. So here's a quick clip of my uh, solo Patreon episode. Actually, Tasha makes an appearance at the end of it and um, and if you uh, feel so inclined to hear the full story, you know where to do it. Uh, everyone have an excellent week. Bye now. Come on, Boone. I had to carry him off the Griffith Park, which is a 55-pound dog. Uh, very difficult to carry off. So I'm trying to hide this so I don't want too obnoxious. I guess the next 15 or 20 seconds might sound kind of loud because we're going to be walking down three flights of stairs. But uh, the dog's not known for his um, stealth mode. You don't see too many ninjas that are basset hounds. They're uh, very front heavy. Here, listen to this. <laughs> you sound like a stampede. As soon as I get outside, I can make a little bit more noise here. Oh, it's a beautiful day today. It's actually a little chillier. Not chilly by any means, but last weekend it was about 100 plus degrees all weekend, and I feel like stepping outside around noon, it is, I'd say about 78 degrees. I mean, it's really nice today. Uh, anyway, folks, so... If you're listening to this, you probably listened to episode 399 of The Sap with our guest, Lo Marie. Um, if you didn't listen to that, I'll just do a very quick summary. So, Lo Marie was on the podcast two years ago. She's a, a friend of Tasha's, kind of one of those uh, people you meet through work, through a modeling shoot. Didn't, you know, I'm not, no, I didn't say they didn't stay in touch, but, you know, you're not, you know, they're not going to brunch every weekend. But Lo came on the podcast two years ago, February 13th, 2018, and she was a great guest. She was open, she was honest, she talked about kind of her dating woes, her partying, and uh, we had a blast. And then, I guess in the last, year, about a year ago, she just kind of ghosted off of it, off of Instagram, quit her social media, this and that. And uh, so we talked uh, with her about how that all went down. But I don't need to reinvent the wheel. You guys will hear all of that. Uh, but what you heard in the pro, in the public episode, was that... Um, what you heard in the public episode was that I've got a stalker. Now, I'm not trying to pretend like I'm up at night worried. It's at the level of anger that is like a, like a, if, like I, like I haven't acted on this stalker. I haven't done anything, you know, legally or looked into it, but what it's been is for the last, I don't know, probably three years, I've had to deal with what will just be a barrage of messages from her. She's a girl that I went to high school with and she's been kicked off Facebook. I was always nice to her, never tried to date her. None of that. It's not like I've got, you know, because people, people, whenever you say, as a guy, I feel like whenever you say you have a stalker, people immediately start to question, like, dude, what'd you do to her? Here's the deal. So she's basically just blown me up since, since we kind of have been branded as Sex Actually Podcast. I think she's just like an overzealous, um, I don't, I don't want to even call her a Christian because it gives Christians a bad name, but she's a, definitely like a nut when it comes to like a fanatic I guess you would say and she thinks that like anyone who has sex before they're married is like uh, committing a serious sin so I think part of what her mission is is to like educate people 
but it's so, I mean, you guys know, you listen to the podcast, we're the last place in the world that's going to shame people. You know, like we're, you know, Tasha and I are about as good as married. We've been dating for six years. We're engaged, all this jazz, but she'll still, this, this, uh, girl will, um, it's, it's, it's actually crazier. It's, it's probably crazier than I make it out to be this stalker. Cause it's not someone who's showing up to my doorstep, but she consumes all of the content I put out, which is every guy's dream, right? I want people to consume the content I put out, but she'll sort of like rebute it. Is that a word? Rebute? Rebut? She'll, she'll basically, you know, read my medium articles. Um, what listen to the podcast for all I know I mean I'm pretty sure she's not a member of the Patreon unless she's got some pseudonym she goes by which I know I know on Facebook she does have pseudonyms because she has been kicked off which Facebook just needs to do a better job of identifying people like the fact that it's just you know not it's all it really is a bunch of bots and random people and people hiding by hiding behind fake names and accounts it's like anyway that's a whole nother story but uh so this girl her name's danielle i'll tell you her name i've told on the podcast which which by the way there's a lot to untangle here i have no problem saying what her first name is it's kind of crazy that i'm supposed to protect her identity when she's the one like stalking me so i made a plea on the podcast i was like please danielle just leave me alone just it's over don't don't talk to me like what are you doing i've never like really lashed back at her until like so basically she would send me maybe a hundred and 50 messages for everyone I would reply to. But it used to be, you know, because it's someone I knew from high school. It used to be that I would reply to messages when, when this first started. You know, you know, once every, you know, 20, 30, 40 messages. I've never had somebody not get the hint, so I've never had this issue. So, you know, I'd reply to messages and whatever, and then I just kind of went full block. Didn't block her, didn't block her, but I turned off my notifications. So I wasn't gonna get a notification like, oh, you got a text message, and then I check and it's from her. But she saved as stalker in my phone, so I would, you know, like if I randomly was looking through my phone thread, I would see, oh, I've got seven new messages from stalker. So I've always felt the need, like, I've always thought it'd be better to know if she go, like goes off the deep end. Like, I'd rather know that that's happening than then be completely oblivious to it because she's texting me and I'm and I have her blocked because she does know where my family lives. That's it, folks. That's all I can really share with you. If you want to listen to the rest, it's over at patreon.com slash the sap. Sorry for that teaser. If you wanted more, I just got to give it to the good people that support me over at Patreon. So that's a 53 minute episode of me explaining that story. Uh, you know where to find it. Link down below patreon.com slash the sap. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash T-H-E-S-A-P. Everyone, be safe, be healthy. See you next time.